Good afternoon, you are listening to Resonance on 104.4 FM and this is Art Then and Now with me, your host Anna Gammons. Welcome, welcome. It's so nice to be back after the few weeks that Resonance had off. I have a very exciting interview for you today. It's with the new Space Finders, aka Sean and Jenny. And this interview I absolutely love because Sean and Jenny basically wrote a song dedicated to thanking the superheroes, i.e the essential workers who have been working their absolute butts off during this pandemic and the song started as a whimsical song they would sing in front of their families and it has snowballed into an anthem of gratitude and love I would say and and I'm, I'm going to play you their gorgeous summer song but before we get to that here is my interview with the very very lovely the very humble and the very interesting Sean and Jenny of the new Space Finders. I am with Sean and Jenny of the new Space Finders and we are going to be talking about their summer hit superheroes but before we do start I want to introduce you both why don't you tell me a little bit about yourselves because you have very unusual backgrounds which I think will be very interesting to our listeners. I am Jenny Ursa Wunton Brown O'Neill. I come from Montreal, was born there, lived half my life in Montreal half my life in the UK. The first 22 years of living in the UK, I lived on an organic farming community. Uh, My long-term experience of being an adult in the world (laughs) has been um, somewhat unusual. Now we live in the city, so we've stepped into another dimension to try out new things, I think. And then Sean, I know you have an interesting background as well. Yep, well, I I grew up in Liverpool, left school and went to art college, played a lot of music, moved to Bristol, formed a band called The Moonflowers that did quite well for a few years, and, and we still play together, all the original members. And then via France moved to the organic farm where Jenny lived. That's where we met. You know, it's not a financial decision for us. It's an ethical decision to to think that we are part of a stewardship of the land that 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 land will be there for many generations to come. So as part of the organic movement, we're actively seeking to protect everyone's futures. Can you can we give the the, the listeners the name of that so that they can yeah, it's called Crocodon Farm, and um, and our business is called the Good Earth Growers. Thank you for uh, for sharing that. Now, the two of you are obviously a partnership or a couple, but you're also in a partnership professionally as well. Um, how did you come to found the New Space Finders? And I want to talk about the name as well because that is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite a few months ago, before this COVID nineteen thing happened, I think it was in February. We just were playing music together one night and just and suddenly I suddenly decided that we should be called the New Space Finders. And as soon as I made that decision and Sean decided, yes, that's what our little band should be called, uh, we felt a new, like a, the idea of being a new space finder actually made us feel like we could find new spaces and do new things that we might not have thought of before. And then, of course, the COVID-19 happened, and we felt like, oh, everyone's needing to find new spaces and new ways, and it's ongoing now. Mm-hmm. We're all still needing to find new ways of doing things, and now it felt like a timely um, birth of the band and the name. You're totally 
spot on in saying that we're all trying to have new mental spaces, new physical spaces. Yeah, it's new spaces in ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. It's a new, we, we're, we've all entered a different world altogether. Mm-hmm. And, and we're quite separate. So we've got to enter a new world together separately. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and, find, and find new spaces in it because otherwise, you know, the old spaces aren't going to work. It's an all-encompassing and very appropriate name. Sean, I know you have a background in music as well, and I want to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, I played I, you know, I played in groups in Liverpool and Southport, where I lived, and then I moved to Bristol, and as soon as I moved to Bristol, we started the Moonflowers. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they, they very kind of quickly got more friends, and friends turned into fans, and fans turned into people who bought records, and... We just were a very self-motivated group of people. Yeah. And probably quite um, highly creative in, I mean, I think when, creativity is a very interesting word, isn't it? And sometimes I just think it means not being stopped or finding yeah. techniques or methods of, of fulfilling your dreams or, of of following your ideas and so so I think that we were just a, an empowered group of people that came together had a lot of respect for each other formed a good friendship and and you know very quickly we're off we're having kind of quite good record sales and we're off playing around Europe and and that was quite an exciting thing yeah and do you think you've carried some of your experiences uh, into your partnership with Jenny with the new Space Finders? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, it would be impossible not to, really, because I feel like that that we are just a sum of our experiences and our consciousness form who we are, really. Yeah, absolutely. And um... So Jenny and myself are also in another band called The Phoenix Family with some friends from who live in Spain. And we do that with them. And, and that's a really great musical project. The, they've got young children as well. And it's just it's just very demanding or it takes a long time, you know, because I was privileged enough to play music professionally every day. Then now, you know, you can, it takes a year to achieve what you yeah. achieved in, in sort of two or three days before. It's very hard to fit creativity around a schedule, isn't it? I think creativity should be able to, as you said, it's about not stopping. You need to let it run. But sometimes that's tricky, especially, you know, when you have a family and you have obligations and responsibilities and other jobs and all those things. Um, Absolutely agree with you. But, you know, it's very exciting that you've managed to do this record, which we are going to play. We are going to talk about in a second. I just want to hear generally because... Obviously, lockdown has been challenging for everybody. And I feel personally that the creative arts has been more important than ever in keeping us all sane. So what is your relationship with music more generally? And then we'll sort of uh, home in on your new track, Superheroes. And I think about being, say, like 13 or 14, you know, with my headphones on, listening to John Peel, you know, smoking joints out the window on our parents' house. <laughs> kind of just being fully engaged in the world of the theatre of music, you know. In Liverpool, everyone was so obsessed with football and music seemed to be this place where you could not necessarily escape to, but, uh, yeah, probably escape to, 
not deal with all the realities that were around in other ways, in other, other parts of life. And then, you know, it became quite apparent to me that I was dissecting the music, you know, I was just dissecting what it sounded like and what it made me feel and wondering how they made these magical sounds. And it all conjured up a, a you know, another sense of what is possible. I, I would listen to that music and I think that those people's realities weren't the realities that's, that surrounded me and it intrigued me. I guess this is a perfect moment to start talking about your new track, Superheroes. It has been described as an otherworldly earworm, but how would you describe your track and, and the ideas behind it? Because it's very uh, timely. For me, it's just depicting a real sense of gratitude for people that hold things together in the face of a lot of difficulty. And yes, I was yeah very impressed by how things were held together by the NHS and many other people, including my husband who continued to work on the farm during the lockdown. So I guess the song really came out of that time of the lockdown. It had begun as a seed uh, in October in 2019. It had begun as a kind of song that would lift you up for us and the kids that have begun a, just like just like a fun song superheroes in the supermarché and then like super cody super sylvie and just that would lift you up and then my husband um had the idea for it to become a song that would lift up the people that were working hard during the lockdown i mean we were all working hard at whatever we needed to do but yet there were people that were out taking a lot of risks and keeping things together yeah Perfectly said. And, and and the term superheroes feels very poignant at the moment. You know, we uphold these fabricated heroes, you know, Superman, Batman, all these people, but actually we're living amongst people that have given their lives to save us. So actually we're surrounded by superheroes as well. You, you mentioned that it was for your children. It was a song as a family that you would sing together. Yeah. So it would just be, it was just going like super Cody, like just, yeah, as I said, a song that would lift them up. What was the process of that to now at the stage where this is a record? that people can listen to and enjoy? I think it was quite clear, really, who those other characters were. So all we realised is we had to expand it. We, we had to take... Because we already had superheroes in the supermarché. And it was one of those things where it isn't potentially what I meant at the time. And then the world changed and then it did become something else. Mm. You know, artistically, I think that we do that. We just catch threads of stuff that's blowing in the wind and you don't even really know what you're talking about yourself and then suddenly they seem relevant because it's context has kind of congealed around it yeah which you know I feel like that's a that's a good work for artistic pioneers you know we don't really know what we're doing but <laughs> we're, we're operating in a world that has a common consciousness and has interactions and and we're often influenced by the same thing so a lot of things will will appear yeah. naturally as if by magic. <laughs> For sure. And you're right, it became, it's become the most relevant message that we could have had. So uh, it was very strange that you kind of, that it manifested itself and at the perfect moment. That was, that was yeah. really exciting. Where did you record it? Because obviously this all happened, you know, going into... In our living room, basically. <laughs> then we sent it to two different people. One was Corin and he's he plays in a band called Alpha. He's got a great band called Alpha. And he played some drums over it. 
my sort of techno drums were a bit rubbish. And then we sent it to a friend, Francis, who plays in a band called Otherish in Northern Ireland. And he helped get it produced a bit more with some friends. And so that's where his niece, Alva, and there's a guy called Ludwig O'Neill who helped produce it. And a a guy in in the States called Brick Briscoe played bass on it. So Francis gathered a few of his friends, a few more too, and and they all, all made a contribution to it. And uh, I think Paul, Paul Bradley, who plays in a few other bands called like Three Came Whale and the Organelles. So all these people are quite great musicians, just yeah. randomly pulled together by friendships with either Francis or myself. I love that. As I said, you know, art is about connection. This song is about connection and, and gratitude. And uh, it's all very appropriate the way that it's come together, I think, too. I want to talk about your instrumental choices because you have some very unusual instruments. I'm putting my hands in quote marks. <laughs> Can you talk me through some of the interesting things you use to create the music? Well, well, actually, what happened was I did the guitar and the keyboards and the basic drums and... And then it went off to the other people. So the the version that's called the Moonflowers version, that's all my original recording with Corin playing the drums. And then the other-ish version was um, produced by Francis and Ludwig. And they got various of their friends involved. So, so some of those elements, I, I don't even clearly know what they are myself. I, I thought the same. People are playing the bo- the the bones and you know the Celtic that's yeah. like the spoons and, and there's a few other elements on there. Yeah, I love that. There's like so uh, when I first I found out about the record and and there were like there were there's bones and I think there's an ashtray that's been used yeah. at some point. When I first read that, I was like, what? And then I listened to it and it sounds perfectly plausible as a musical motif. Like I, I, you know, it sounds great. Obviously, you know, this has become a kind of homage to our NHS workers, our essential workers, all the people doing the jobs that we needed them to do over this very, very strange time. Now, the artwork is incredibly appropriate. It has been contributed by Banksy to this piece of music. Is that right? Can you say what you can say about about that? Yeah, well, we knew Banksy very well in in Bristol in the in the nineties, and he was um, you know a very nice man. And uh, we got in contact with him, and uh, he said he was very happy for us to to use the the picture, which, from my perspective, was the same expression that the song was. You know, we were both expressing something, and it was both the same thing. So I. I I just felt quite comfortable with asking that and and it was quite positive. Mm. So that was nice. We were very grateful for that. Yeah. And the image, I'll just describe it for the listeners. There's there's a child sitting on the floor playing with toys and there were the traditional basket of superheroes and the child's holding up uh, what looks like a medical worker in his hands as the token superhero of the piece, which is really, really lovely. And it's such a fitting image so good job, Banksy. Good job, you guys, for asking as well. It, it makes the perfect fit for, for the project. But I want to ask what your... So this was originally sort of framed around your children and your family. So what do they think about this song being in the public sphere now? It used to be their bedtime song and now it's a big song. 
Well, they're only two and four, so they don't notice. But they just, you know, they can sing it a bit because they're used to hearing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like hearing it on, I play it to them from YouTube, and they sort of have an idea of YouTube and how it plays different things. So they're like, that's, that's mommy. So they're a little bit, you know. <laughs> and I have three elder daughters, and, you know, they just think, you know, they're just very polite with my uh, artistic <laughs> eccentric activities <laughs> they're not that fussed up <laughs> yeah, they've, they've grown up they've grown up with me as a dad so they, they, yeah, like, they oh, don't dad, that is stuff again yeah. <laughs> I love dad's that dad's doing that again dad's doing this again it's a children's prerogative I think to be like that with their parents <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason um, that's fantastic well, I think one of the yeah one of the interesting things I've just thought of as well is the emotional battle that I had myself in trying to bring in artists and musicians into the song, into the list of superheroes, because I felt like the people that I picked were all very practical, and it was a very practical thing. And I felt like I acknowledged that I was leaving out people who because I felt like a lot of musicians and artists were working in a way that was very good for people's emotions and very and spirits and and that all artists were doing a very important job at the same time. Everyone it's just, is. It, it's Everyone just, is. Yeah, it's just it's just that it wasn't so practical. Yeah. If you know what I mean. It, well, yeah. even that's not the right word because looking after, you know, if people have been really down during lockdown and they were listening to to music that was uplifting to them and was helping them, then 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 those people are superheroes as well, and that mm-hmm. that connection was really important. Mm-hmm. And I was I was fully aware that I wasn't putting that in, and that was a difficult kind of choice. I had to just say to myself, "Oh well, we're going to leave that." You know, that it's in my heart, but but I don't really know how to express it in this thing. So yeah. it will be in another thing. Well, it's really the heart behind it, though. Like, post people weren't specifically mentioned and many other people, but the heart behind it is the gratitude to me. Yeah. And I think as well, you're paying, you're paying homage to the arts by just creating music. <laughs> yeah. It itself does that, you know? You're, you're saying, you know, we're thanking you with music. I think that, that says a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, it's not a formal statement. It's not a piece of, you know, it's, it's a song. It's something we can all enjoy, which is what art's about, right? So... I think that that's, you sort of said it with the piece, I think. But yeah, I mean, this is probably an obvious question, but what do you hope that, you know, listeners uh, will take from listening to this song and experiencing this, the music? Well, I, I feel it has a lighthearted feel, even though we have been going through a difficult time together. Um, I feel, yeah, there's a, there's a, could be some healing in the light light-hearted feel to it uh yeah i mean i aim to broadcast something that will help people feel uplifted as best i can you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a bit of celebrating gratitude you know yeah. it's like we're all grateful to those people and but it's part of a you know in music someone makes music someone listens to music you know there's noise and there's space there's this duality in things and I feel like 
in that, then we've got the opportunity to to create appreciation and gratitude, you know, and just yeah. and just a bit of fun. Like Jenny says, it's it's a bit of fun, you know. We we have you know essentially a, a political agenda that is unity in a world that's too full of division and manipulation and anger and hatred you know we want what we do to be something that people can step outside of their divisions mm. and become become you know aligned with the energy of unity the most important message which is that we're all connected and there's nothing more important than the message of this song and i think if more people had the same attitude as you both then the world would be a much better place so Thank you for your music. And I want to ask you now where listeners can go. I mean, we're going to play the song at the end. You can hear Superheroes in a second. Just hold on one minute. I know you're excited. <laughs> but where can people go to find out what you're doing? And what are you up to at the moment as well? What new projects are you doing? And where can people go to find them? So we've, we've written another song that's rec- its bones are recorded. And that's called Our Only Superpower is Love. Mm. Have you heard that? I have. You sent me a link to it. Yeah, I have. I have. And what did you think of that? I liked that it was a bit more like spacey. I thought it was quite, <laughs> the instruments were a bit more, um, what's the word? Te- like techno. I felt like I was sort of like zooming around space a little bit. It's a bit more <laughs> as well, isn't it? It's quite fast paced. Good. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and so we've, we've written to the Harlem Gospel Choir and asked them to take part in it. And we've written to the Fort Hope drummers. In the North uh, West Territories, I've written to some drummers up in the North West Territories, but they haven't got back to me yet, so we'll see about that. <laughs> Fingers crossed, because that would be really cool. Yeah. And, there's a, and there's a DJ in um, Norway who might be interested in doing some remixes of it. I feel like that's really healthy in terms of you know, the unity aspect. And I feel like people with different, if we can get people who've got different, you know, philosophies or religions or people from different ways of life and get them to be part of these records as well. Yeah. Then I feel like we are, we are, we are in action what we are talking about, you know? Mm, Yes. If we can bring unity in the music, then we can bring unity in the message of the music easier. Yes. said. Well said. I love that message. It's an important one and it's one we don't say enough or acknowledge enough. So yeah, again, thank you for doing that. And where can listeners go to find out? I know you have your, where can they go to hear your music? Uh, well, it's on iTunes, Bandcamp, Spotify, Amazon. Yeah, definitely go and listen to Superheroes. We're going to play it right now for you. It's on Spotify. Have a listen. See what you think. Jenny and Sean, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been an absolute delight to have you on. Thank you so much. It's been so great to talk to you and the listeners. Absolutely. And here you go. Here is the new Space Finders Superheroes for you right now. Superheroes
I heard that I was like right well that's me done now for the week I'm all I'm going to be humming and singing I love that song and I love the fact that the artwork is by Banksy as well how cool is that you know friends in high places (laughs) and I love how this is also not the only piece of artwork that has been dedicated to thanking the essential workers as well Um, there's been a really nice reaction from all the creatives out there who have been really badly hit by this pandemic Um, and as you know the essential workers deserve 
all the love right now so yeah all in all fantastic song fantastic people thank you so much for talking to me Sean and Jenny that is all we've got time for unfortunately but thank you so much for listening to Art Then and Now with me Anna Gammons if you do want to contact the show then you can you can go on my Instagram at Anna Gammons Art where you can send me a message throw me a follow if you want to see what I'm up to and other than that have a very very lovely week and see you next time on Residence 104.4 FM goodbye